Hello, you're listening to um, Artsman and the Nolly Rude Show on Sin Nation with myself, Christian, and Julia. Hello. Today. And we're also very happy to be joined on the phone right now by uh, Grant Bouzet, who's here to talk to us about his uh, Melbourne Fringe Festival show, The Birds and the Beats. Um, thanks so much for joining us today, Grant. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so could you just generally tell us um, a bit about what the show is all about and uh, how it started and how it got to where it's at um, now, coming to Melbourne? Yeah, sure. Um, basically, the show is... Um, I've been using the kind of phrase, sing-along sex ed for adults. <laughs> so it's looking at all the kind of things that we wish we were taught about in sex ed but never quite got that hole in our knowledge filled. And, uh, and what I'm trying to do is fill the audience's holes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very cheeky. Oh, yeah, I, I try. Um, but, yeah, the show kind of um, started, um, I, it was actually out of the end of a breakup, and I um, I was thinking, oh, you know, wouldn't it have been nice to have been taught about all these other, the kind of emotional side of, of, of sex? And then I started writing the show, and then a few more things informed it, and then I also work at a school in the day, at a special needs school, and they asked me this year to teach sex ed, and I thought, oh, wow, this is life imitating art. And mm. through all those kind of experiences, the show was, was, was formed and, and, yeah, excited to put it on for Melbourne Finch. Terrific. So do you have a background in music and performance, Grant? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I did a, a lot of musical theatre um, when I got out of um, school and, and, and university and stuff like that. And then it kind of... My whole career kind of shifted a bit when I did this um, open mic night at a burlesque bar, and I just did a, a silly, fun song that I created, and I realized that, you know, I could um, make some money, money out of this, and I started really enjoying writing my own music and writing funny comedy songs and picked up the guitar, and it just kind of snowballed from there, and then I started developing one-hour shows and working with other people and developing shows with them, and... So, yeah, it's, musical comedy has kind of come out of, like, a, um, a background in theatre, music, singing, and also a little bit of music, um, just, like, straight, straight music on the side as well. Mm. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned comedy because when we think of sex education, we think of quite an awkward sit-down with our primary school teachers and they have to go through the birds and the bees. Yeah. Do you find that comedy sort of makes it a bit more accessible or it makes it a bit more oh, light-hearted definitely. definitely a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down that right? <laughs> um <laughs> it's 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 i think this is where we've gone wrong in the past is we've taught sex in a very cold and anatomical scientific manner and you know sex is fun and it should be kind of taught that way you know it's um and i think that really alleviates a lot of the pressure and the awkwardness that a lot of the kids experience, um, and it's not just on the kids' side too. Like the teachers and the parents don't want to <laughs> don't want to teach it because they they they're awkward about it, about it. So I think if you come into it with a real open mind and a welcoming, fun attitude, it just makes it so much easier to communicate both ways from teacher to student and as well. Yeah. Great. And I guess it's also, you know, like relatively historically speaking, it's a fairly new subject, you know, to be taught at schools compared to obviously what math, science, 
Latin, something like that. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's only sort of um, been taught for, yeah, like a few decades, um, and maybe, in, you know, even Melbourne specifically. It's not exactly yeah. like a long-held fixture of schooling. So, yeah, I guess it's something a lot of teachers are still um, wrapping their heads around. Yeah, and, and yeah. what tends to happen is it does get lumped into the, the science class category or health and physical education kind of category, whereas it, it is really... Um, it's a, it's a social issue, and I think it should be kind of discussed that way. And, yes, the, the science part and the baby-making part of it is, is a huge part of it and very important, but I think, I think we can do better at um, teaching some of those other kind of issues like the emotions that go into it, the, the feelings of rejection. Um, consent is a massive one that needs to be taught much better um, and stuff like that. I think that's where I think it really needs to go in the future in terms of sex ed instead of just being very in the, the science kind of side of things. Mm, yeah. Definitely. And I guess, I mean, we're, talk, we're sort of talking about schools in general now, but um, special schools in particular, uh, do you think there's mm. sorts of, well, you were talking about holes before, like gaps and things that, you know, really haven't been done so well um, uh, that are in, in particular in special schools compared to um, other schools? I, I, I personally think special schools do it better <laughs> um, because I, I, I work with like, kids with autism um, and they have a challenging time picking up social cues. So the big focus of our program is stuff like consent and appropriate behavior in different situations and different people. And I think it gives a really good foundation that, I mean, my sex education never really received. So I went to an all-boys Catholic school and... and, mm-hmm. and nine years I was there, not once were we taught no means no. You know, like, I got that education from my mum and my older sister, but I think, you know, we, we, we're taught all about the body parts all, and um, the inner mechanics and anatomy of it all, but not really taught of how, how, does, how does that apply in, a, in the real world, in a social setting, and how do my actions affect other people? Yeah. Absolutely. You write your original songs as well, such as, you know, yes. I see here, Discovery Channel, I'm Bringing Sexy Sack. Tell us yeah. a little bit about that. Where does the inspiration come from? Um, oh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff comes off me being a silly kind of person. <laughs> um, but look, look, with this show, all the songs have, have a purpose kind of thing. It's to drive the kind of what hasn't been taught, what needs to be taught, and what's like what's in the future? What can we see? Um, so while they are silly and and um, and cheeky in nature, there is a lot of um, undertones and almost subtle hidden hidden things in there to get a, get that message across. So it's not just like me singing a few ditties um, <laughs> to entertain the masses. It's there's it, I've put a lot of um, effort into kind of like crafting a show that like has it has a flow and it's it works almost like a narrative in terms of the music and comes all full circle as well. Yeah. Without wanting to scare anybody away, is there much audience yeah. interaction in this show? <laughs> oh, well, look, I'd I say you can join in as much as you want or as little. The one thing for sure that you'll, you'll definitely find out some embarrassing things about me. Um, <laughs> but the way I've kind of um, doing it, and the show has a lot of like consent themes. I'm not going to make anyone do anything that's they're uncomfortable with mm. so um it's a very welcoming supportive environment so 
what tends to happen is people really open up and and I have like so many stories from when I've like tested the show and done and done it at other festivals. It's it's really quite refreshing to see people just open up and talk about it so openly. Um, but you know, like sometimes you know the audience doesn't want to get involved. And that's that's fine too. Just <laughs> sit back and en- enjoy. Yeah. So uh, it's it is there is audience interaction to be had if you want, but. You know, I'll, I'll, I won't. I won't hold it against you, Grant. We see that you're also a puppeteer. Will we see any puppets making an appearance at your shows? Um, there is one. I'm not going to give it away. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a it, it, it's a fun one. Come come through the show. I'm not going to give that one um, <laughs> away, but um, yeah, I love I love puppets. They always can get the message across better than. They're humans, I think. <laughs> Love it. Why do you think that is? Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard a few different, you know, like explanations of this from uh, puppeteers, but um, yeah, I'm curious to hear your one. I think it comes back to that that comedy element. Is a lot of the times, you know, spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. They can talk about really like deep and meaningful things, and you're looking at a puppet and you can't can't almost believe that they can show that amount of emotion and convey something that you wouldn't necessarily. <laughs> have seeked to learn. So, yeah, puppets can be really powerful tools. Mm. You talked about, I guess, touring the show and experimenting with different audiences and how they're receiving your show. How do you imagine that Melbourne's going to uh, react to your show? How do you oh, imagine the reception Melbourne, will be? Melbourne's great. Traditionally, it's a very open audience kind yeah. of thing, um, very progressive kind of audience. So I'm excited to see what happens and it will be, <laughs> it'll be fun. But even like even if, if, if even if one of the crowds isn't like that, that's fun too because they might be the reserved people that didn't really get that education, and, yeah. and it's really good really good for them to hear some of those things and be like, oh wow. So is, there's either the audiences that are joining in, or there's the audiences that are taking notes. <laughs> I like I like both. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, or, or doing both as well, like sharing and also and also learning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Terrific. So, what what uh, effect do you think that the show will have on you? What what do you see are the next steps, and how do you think the show will influence your career? It already it already is. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm getting booked for um, as like a guest speaker on sexuality workshops wow. and seminars and stuff. Congrats. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, it's been really an amazing journey, and what I foresee in the future for the show is to create a like a touring kind of model where I go and I can teach. If I tour it regionally, I can teach it to teach sex ed to the the youth of the community, and then have a comedy show at night to teach the adults. Um, hmm. Uh, and teach the adults all about that, and then it can kind of like open up a dialogue within the community that it tours to between parents and and kids, and make it, make it a little bit more accessible and easy and easy to talk about. Like it's not that awkward sitting at the end of the bed, kind of trying to have a conversation about sex anymore. It's just yeah, that's that's where I see it going is just opening up the channels of communication because that's really what sex is all about is just communication. Absolutely. Mm. Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us, Grant? Not really. Come see the show. That would be a good one. Um, <laughs> we can't wait. It should be awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Grant. Um, you can catch The Birds of the Beats 
and it's 19th to 24th of September, so this week. It's at the Wonderland Spiegeltown. Spiegeltown. So it's in Docklands. Awesome. Thank you so much, Grant. Uh, You can head to grantbusay.com for more info. And it's showing at 6.45 p.m. We can't wait. We're going to be there tomorrow. Should be awesome. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Please feel free to join in as much as you want. (laughs) True. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Sing along. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll prep our yeah, there's, there's, a singer, there's a sing-along element, too. Excellent. We'll prep our singing voices. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, thank yeah, you so warm much. Up, warm up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grant. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolute pleasure.